Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pine Hills Church Podcast. My name is Aaron. I'm one of the leaders around Pine Hills Church. And today we're wrapping up just a series of three episodes where we looked at what does it look like to be apprentices of Jesus around these goals, to be with Jesus, to become like Jesus. And then today we're looking at what does it look like to do the things that Jesus did. And so just to begin to to look at this, man, Jesus did so many great and amazing things. And it's just going to come natural. Some people kind of get nervous about what this looks like. And so there's no need to be nervous. The more we spend time with Jesus, the more we become like him and do the things that Jesus did. We see this in our own life all the time. The more we're with other people, the more we kind of become like that group. And so this is the same way. It's just a natural product of relationship. And so let's look at some of these things that Jesus did in his life that are revealed through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John that's discussed about in other books of the New Testament as well. But this isn't an exhaustive list. It's just to get our our brains kind of firing as to what is some of the things that Jesus did in his life and what are things that we can expect to be able to engage in as he empowers us to live the same type of life that he lived on earth. And so uh, Jesus began, he preached the good news about the kingdom of God, that he would often take just everyday examples as talking points to help point people to who God was and the nature and character of God, that he would teach about who he was and what he came to do and the goodness of the gospel, that Jesus was coming to live this life that we couldn't live, to give us freedom from our past and to give us a future because he went to a cross and gave his life to show us the fullest extent of his love. But not only that, he rose from the grave three days later to show us the way of the kingdom, right? This is the teaching of God. This is the good news. And Jesus, he healed the sick oftentimes to prove, to show that he is who he said he was saying he was. That healing of the sick was actually to reveal the way of the kingdom. He would cast out demons or he would cast out evil things. He invited outsiders into the family of God. And oftentimes he would eat with people who are far from God, who did not know God. And this is pretty con- controversial in his day because they were pretty tight with who they allowed to be at the dinner table with them because it's kind of an extension of family and acceptance. And for Jesus to sit down with people who are far from God was so counterculture in their moment. Uh, Jesus engaged with justice fighting. He engaged in peacemaking. He showed us this amazing prayer life that even when things were going really well and ministry was was going off and he was becoming more and more famous that he oftentimes made time to get away to the quiet and the lonely places to spend time with God. Remember, it's that act of living simply at a Jesus-paced life. And Jesus uh, taught us how to pray. We looked at that a couple of episodes ago. What does it look like to pray to God? He prophesied about how he was not only the fulfillment of many prophecies made hundreds of years before he came and only he could have completed and fulfilled some of these prophecies. He was also prophesying about what was to come and what followers of Jesus should expect. He fed the hungry. He revealed the character and nature of God. 
And he explained what the kingdom of God is like. And he also mentored others as apprentices of Jesus. He often mentored people that no one else would be willing to mentor, but he was willing to mentor and to love and then to invite them into close relationship with him. These are things that Jesus did which it, it's not our default nature. Last episode, we looked at what does it look like to become more and more like him. Before we know Jesus, we have this nature that's actually in opposition to the way of God. And when we discover the life-giving ways of Jesus, we get to say, man, Jesus, you're king. I don't have to do this all on my own. I renounce my past ways. I want to I live life under your authority, centered around you, and begin to live life the way that you would have me to live my life. And as we become more and more captured with the love of Jesus, we begin to, to naturally just place him at the center, his ways that lead to life, to find purpose through living like him. We begin to slowly take off that old nature as we step more and more into this new nature to be like him. We become formed more into the image of Jesus over time. And it's a process. We've got to unlearn old habits to pick up new habits, new habits that are in line with what God would have for our lives and then we get to be expressions of jesus and more and more each and every day to become more like him matthew 9 35 through 38 here's what it says jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area teaching in the synagogues announcing the good news about the kingdom he healed every kind of disease and illness when he saw the crowds he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless like sheep without a shepherd he said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his field. Why, why do we need to do the things that Jesus did? First, because as we spend time with him, Jesus, we, we inevitably become more like him which to be like Jesus is naturally to do the things that Jesus did. So secondly, it's because the heart of God is to extend grace to everyone and to invite people into the kingdom of God. As Jesus traveled throughout the city and the surrounding areas, he saw the harvest for the kingdom of God was great. All these people who needed to know the goodness of the kingdom, he saw them and saw that, man, they're so unsatisfied with where their lives are going they're ready to hear something better they're ready to hear the good news of the gospel and it's the same thing for our city as we look around our city there's people who need to know jesus as we travel around as we pray that god would help use us to be workers in that harvest that god would actually help more people to see themselves as workers who are sent out into our city into their vocation through their gifts and their talents to help impact people for jesus to point them to the goodness of the kingdom of god which means these gifts that god has placed within you are meant to they're given to you to be a source of love and to serve others around you and your family, in your neighborhood, in the spheres of influence where you interact with people on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis. And as we live as apprentices of Jesus, we begin to engage those communities with awareness of God's desire to extend grace to those around us, to invite people into the family of God, and to help others grow as they become apprentices of Jesus themselves, which is such a good thing. This is our hope for our city. This is where redemption and renewal happens. 
And so Jesus, after he had given his life, after he came back from the grave, he spent 40 days hanging out with his disciples, kind of prepping them for what was to come, that he was going to go to heaven as God's plan of redemption or renewal was going to continue to go forth, empowering us to do the things that Jesus modeled here on earth. This is what he says, Matthew 28, 18, to his followers. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, so the authority that he's been given, he's now extending to other people, go and make disciples or apprentices of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this, I am with you even to the end of the age. Jesus is with you in this through the power of the Holy Spirit. You're not alone. A good practice is to pray each day that God will help you to see the opportunities that he is inviting you into to love people, to extend grace, to share with others about him in a way that's natural. And so just to recap over these past couple of podcasts, the goal of apprenticeship to Jesus is to daily to be with him, to make space just to be with him, learning more about him in the scriptures, talking with him through prayer, living in gratitude by actually noticing the things that he does around us, by becoming more and more like him as we fight to shed the old nature, to step into the new nature, and then to begin to do the things that Jesus did, to begin to announce the goodness of the kingdom of God to other people, to fight for justice, to help pray for people and to see people healed emotionally, physically, spiritually in our communities, to have dinner with people who are far from God and to have honest conversations about what their hopes are within our city. What is their goals within our city? Like, what, what things are they hoping for? And just listen for the ache, the thing that they're hoping for in their life. And that's an opportunity just to connect them to who Jesus is and how you found that in Jesus. And so we're just so grateful that you're a part of the journey and that we get to do life with you. And so if you have any questions, as always, go to pinehillschurch.org, get in contact with us there. And if not, we'll see you in the next episode. Have a great day, guys.